If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The following program includes the opinions of Conk News and those of the call-in participants. It does not reflect the views of our sponsors. From the pages of Kong News at Kong.News and from the headquarters of Kong News at Broadway and Central in Elon Omar's district in Northeast Minneapolis, USA, welcome to Kong News Weekend, your alternative Sunday show for, what's the, what's the date, Tim, the 23rd? 22nd. Tomorrow. Today's the 22nd. Yeah. September 23rd through 25th, 2022. I can't see into the future. (laughs) No? (laughs) Why not? I'm Jim Peters. Many days ahead. I'm the editor-in-chief of Caught News. Sitting across the big broadcast table from me is Tim Conaway. Hello. Looking at the future. Sitting across... The giant prairie from me is Larry Newman. Hi, Larry. Hey. So, um, I don't know if you guys heard this. I don't know if you heard, Tim, because you actually recommended this guy. I had Carrie Peterson on my show yesterday, last night. I didn't get a chance to listen yeah. yet to it this morning, but I, I do want to hear it. It was fascinating, and... And the reason I'm bringing this up because you're because you're you're here with us, Larry. So I had this guy Kerry Peterson on on my show, and he's a ghost. He's a paranormal investigator. He's a ghost hunter, and um, he's been using this um, Microsoft Connect gaming system to basically videotape ghosts. No, so I don't know if you you guys remember this. So this is from like nineteen. It was from 2012 to 2017. They don't sell this anymore, but it was a system. They were trying to one up Wii, where in Wii you had a little, you held onto a little thing and you could move around, and the the camera tracked your movements. Well, Microsoft figured out how to do that without having to hold anything. You stood in front of the camera, you moved around, and the camera tracked your movements. So what Kerry told me is what happened. He doesn't know who did the, who happened to do this, but somebody left this uh, machine running in an old house, this uh, gaming system. And it tracked people that weren't there. And they started to realize, oh, my God, they're spirits. And so they, they even talked to – Carrie said they even talked to Microsoft. Microsoft cannot explain this because Microsoft said the system is specifically set up to look for human-like figures. So if you have a, if you have a giant blob on your floor that's alive, it's not going to register. You got a beanbag chair <laughs> that's living? No, it won't register. It looks specifically for things that look – they, like human beings with, you know, arms and legs and that sort of shit. So they couldn't, they can't explain this. So he, this guy, Kerry Peterson, he takes it to this, there's a place in Sock Center, Minnesota called the Palmer House, a hotel that's considered extremely haunted, one of the most haunted places in America. And they took the thing there and they got, they got ghosts all over the place. They got ghosts on videotape. They got, he even said that if you're looking at a monitor, 
uh, oh, and you can see a figure standing next to you. He said that if you actually reach out in the monitor and it looks like you're touching that figure, you'll actually get a little electric shock. That's what he said. And he also oh, said, yeah. he said they could communicate with the ghosts and the ghosts know what's going on. They, they know, apparently it involves infrared or laser thing or something like that. The ghosts know something's going on. They can tell. So I, I don't know. And the reason I bring that up, Larry, is because because uh, Hank suggested and, and the publisher suggested too that you maybe should use that thing to track Bigfoot. I don't know. I don't think that we. I don't know how. how I, go ahead. I, I don't. I don't know that. That I mean, maybe it would work, but Bigfoot tends to be physically you can see them. So. Yeah, right. That's right. I guess it would work too. And I don't, I don't know if it'd be feasible to bring this thing on the field either. You know, it's it's made for living rooms. You know, it's not it's, the, the thing is they stopped making it in 2017. So, uh, Carrie told me that the last versions of this game are highly sought after now because they're all used. So, mm-hmm. um, and also he's running it through developer software so they can actually tweak the parameters and make a little more sense. Anyway, we had a fa- fascinating conversation. It was really amazing. I don't know if you buy any of this. You know, Tim, I got to thank you, Tim. You recommended this guy to me, yeah. even though I don't think you buy this for shit. But no, still. I, I, I believe that, you know, there are spirits hanging around. I believe in certain cases, uh, you know, somebody whose exit was shocking, sudden, you know, uh, horrible something like that 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 kind of freezes the whatever the that makeup is that you know electro microscopic makeup of the human uh consciousness so yeah i i i believe it and yeah and when he first told me about it uh, you know i met him uh, a month or so ago and i was thinking that makes perfect sense that that device would function in that way so yeah, I'm I'm glad you were able to hook up. He, he said that apparently the ghosts have just enough physical mass in their apparition to make the laser things bounce off of them. That's what that's what he said. It's just it's just enough, so the thing actually registers. So I, I don't know, but he said like I like I said, he said Microsoft said they can't figure it out. Yeah. They don't know what's going on. Well, no, that I'm. I, I agree with that because <laughs> Microsoft can't figure out Teams either. <laughs> yeah, they they can't figure out this, half the stuff they've got out there, uh, you know, or they have to update it every seventeen hours. You, we have another update for you. It's like, man, God, it's know. frustrating, isn't yeah. it? Why don't you just stop? Yeah. <laughs> or I know I know enough to to not discount anything, and. Oh. Uh, so I, I'm not saying it doesn't, it's not there, but I know too many people that are able to at least sense those things. So I'm not discounting anything. Yeah, uh, I told, Carrie said the same thing, and I feel the same way too, Larry. I've seen too much weird shit myself to, to know that, I mean, I don't know what's going on to save my life, but I think something's going on. That's all I know. I I don't know what it is. He said down in Sock Center at the Palmer House, he said they had to actually, they were when the, this guy bought this place twenty years ago, he said they were putting glasses in in racks above the bar, you know, so they could grab, you know, like martini glasses and stuff. 
And he said right. so many of those glasses were flying off those ra- racks and smashing onto the floor that they actually had to put them away. He said that it was plainly obvious it was not accidental. He said there, and it happened like nightly. They were actually, he said, he said the owner decided they were actually losing money on this, so they actually had to re, they had to have to put the, the glasses, they had to put them, in, you know, to store them in a in cabinets and, and cupboard drawers. Because uh, they were losing too much money with all the all the shit getting busted, so I yeah. you know, and he, and he said a zillion people have seen apparitions in this hotel. It's supposedly one of the most haunted places in America. So I don't know. He says he keeps going back and back just because so much shit happens. So it was it was really fascinating. So thank you, Tim. I mean, oh, sure, I appreciate that. Yeah. So yeah. So enough about me, huh? Let's yeah. So. Uh, this is this is a yeah this is a weekend pol- political show, and uh, and we're talking about and uh, we so we play a game here. It's called the Kong News Game. I throw out topics to the panel. The panel responds with their responses, which is what they do. Yeah. And and then at the end we give out participation trophies. Now today's participation trophy is the uh, is the Elon Omar baby doll bobblehead. I can't I have a hard time saying that. <laughs> That's that, that's what it is. So you, you're, we're gonna get you all get little little bobblehead dolls of Elon Omar, and she's bobbing her head when you push when you push the head, it bobbles and money comes out. That's the way it works. Hey. And the reason is is because I don't know if I'm going to lead with this today because it's just so damn shocking. And we talked I talked about it last night too. Um, so we had 48 people here in the last couple of days in Minnesota get arrested by the FBI for this massive massive. Fraud scheme on the pan- pandemic money. They apparently ripped the government, the federal government, off of two hundred and fifty million dollars. And the amazing thing is, and who would? It's so shocking. They all have political. All forty-eight people. These people supposedly have political ties to Elon Omar. Who would have thought that? Bingo. Yeah, I know. It's like who? I mean, I wouldn't. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable that she would have. She would know these people. I just find that incredible. Tim, I need you to. What we, I need you. I need. I need you to respond. To this. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm. I'm just uh, sending a coded message here. Uh, but uh, well, on your, on, your, on your jitterbug phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Hank. Hank has brought this up uh, a number of times about you know this uh, corruption in the the Somali community and the, the Somalis. You you talked about. It, I think it was last week. You said something about this, but. Um, you know, it used to be that immigrants came to America to be become Americans. Yeah. Uh, but we've had over the past thirty years people leaving their countries. They didn't want to come to America to be Americans. They were getting away from their countries because of the shit going on in their countries. Either they were threatened by the opposition to you know, what they wanted to do uh, or the conditions were unlivable because of civil unrest or whatever. But they came here to continue being whatever they were uh, in the in the other, you know, in their homeland uh, while living in America. And the Somali community is, I think, it's about evenly divided. There are people who came here and, uh, well, that, most of them came under the asylum situation. Yeah. And when you come under, uh, under that, you don't, you cannot follow the path to, to citizenship, 
which I think is kind of an odd uh, circumstance. I did not know that. Yeah, uh, if you're here under asylum, you're you're not here under the kind of visa that allows you to pursue citizenship. So you're like a, a quote unquote resident, resident, but you can't actually apply for citizenship, right? Uh, oh and, wow, uh, I did not know that yeah. at all. And uh, but there are a lot of people who want when when that asylum. Uh, it's been five – within the last 10 years, um, more than five years ago, that asylum period was up. And a lot of these people were just going to be sent back because their asylum was up and they, you know, they hadn't be, become citizens due to, to the regulations. And they, none of them wanted to go at that point. Um, so, you know, I, I'd say a, a big percentage of them – Bought into the American way of life, you know, got jobs, raised their kids, all that kind of stuff. Others use that asylum status uh, to their benefit. And uh, we know that there was this huge um, bilking the system out of, you know, in, in a state of six million people, $200 million uh, worth of bilking uh, went on. So and it's you know it's everything about Elon Omar when you look at her record her her personal record you see all oh, that she was you know uh, married to her brother and divorced in one of those that's some kind of Somali thing yeah apparently that you can do in Somalia and these divorces are uh, it's a whole different world but. But again, it's living as Somalians, not living as Americans. And uh, so, you know, the asylum program, there are people who need it. Uh, But uh, I think that there should be some direction, some way to direct these people towards citizenship, permanent citizenship, if they want it. And the other people, when the asylum is up, if they hadn't wanted to pursue the citizenship goal, send them back. Yeah, I mean, to be coarse, shit or get off the pot. Yeah. 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 So, so Tim, are you saying that these people from Somalia came to the United States to escape crime in their country? Not necessarily crime. I mean, it, I don't know what the I standard— They're disappointed. Well, yeah. They— <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, if they were here to escape uh, crime on the streets, that was one thing. Welcome to 2022. Or to, whether it was to escape their ability to, to commit crimes, uh, you know, under the regime. I don't think that they living in. in Somalia is any great um, thrill, is it? I don't think so. Well, you know, I, I don't know the, all the circumstances. I, I know that they're all the, the pirates, uh, oh. you know, the people who commit piracy, they're off the coast, and they hold the the people hostage and hold the ships hostage, and nothing is done about them. The government no, they operate openly and probably paying off the the government. Somehow, the, the Somali government doesn't do anything about it. I know that there's just been a lot of religious and political uh, upheaval there for many many years. But you know, we take these people in under asylum. And then we don't do anything to help fix the problem. We don't do anything to help them fix the problem. We just uh, basically keep paying them to, to 
live here and not be Americans. Is yeah. it is it um, me, or could you say that up until six or seven, eight years ago, or maybe a decade ago, we were like one of the last countries on the planet that hadn't fallen into complete corruption, and now we have too. It seems like that to me. I don't know. Am I wrong about that, guys? Uh, Larry, what do you think? I, I don't. I don't know that we've gone complete yet, but uh, but. If we don't get things turned around, it's it's continuing to fall. There does there do seem to be a lot of people in the government on the take. That's all I know. You know, I don't know. But then again, on the other hand, maybe it's just we didn't hear about it before either. You know. Well, Jim, I mean, when you can when you can run for office and spend five million dollars to run for an office that pays you one hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year and be in office for four years and walk away a multimillionaire, there's something wrong. That's my Somewhere. point. Thank you. Yeah. Right. You're absolutely right, Larry. That's, yeah. There is something wrong. Yeah. And, and none of these people are, are ever challenged to uh, say how that happened. No, that's correct. You know, how did you go from – being worth this amount of money to being worth this other amount of money while you were doing this one particular job that doesn't have stock options right? and, you know, doesn't have all these uh, other avenues of, uh, of income. Uh, you're paid 170,000 a year. Even if you invested all of that every year, how, you know, how does that turn into multiple millions of dollars? Yeah. And if you were a civilian, and the police find out about that, they'd investigate you. Oh, yeah. You know? that's Yeah, you're, no, you're absolutely yeah, the, correct. The attorney general of the state of New York would investigate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on the rundown. I'm going to segue. I'm going to segue right now. Watch me do this, Larry. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, Letitia James is her name, and she's the attorney general of New York, and she's now um, suing Donald Trump and the Trump Organization and his family. And, and here's the thing on this, and this is kind of buried in the news. So this is a part where the news is fucking evil. Um, is all right. She she's alleging that the Trump Organization, on over 200 inst- instances, misestimated the value of certain assets and properties they had in terms of applying for for loans. All right, there's two things involved in this. First of all, she's the attorney general, and her job is to uh, is to uh, prosecute crime. This is a civil lawsuit. Right. It's not a criminal uh, proceeding. And the reason, why is it a civil lawsuit? That's because she doesn't have anything. She couldn't get this through the criminal courts. Yeah, the the standards, exactly. for, yeah, standards for a civil suit are much lower, let's say, or much easier. Yes. Uh, so, right. Yeah. And number okay. two. And, 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 yeah, does go, anybody no. have any? Yeah, I mean, does the timing of this mean anything to anybody? <laughs> this is um, Sixty days before an election, yeah, it, it, timing is all here. Yeah, uh huh. You're a master of the obvious, my friend. <laughs> but that stuff needs to be said. You're absolutely correct. Uh, yeah, and the other thing is, uh, the, the Trump Organization is involved with banks, and banks are it's a intrinsically risky operation. In other words, the bank 
the bank takes a risk when they give it a loan. And now I don't know if this is true, but Trump has said this. He said that in all these transactions, no bank ever lost any money. He said they've never defaulted on a payment, nothing. So where's the crime? It's like, like, yeah. Well, and also, you know, a lot of it is on, you know, as you say, on the evaluation of, uh, of property uh, and property values aren't something that, you know, th- that there's some standard for that is set yeah. uh, like a, according to some chart or something like that. Um, and the bank uh, has, you know, they have to do due diligence. They're going to loan them, yeah. you know. If I come into the bank and say I've got property worth, you know, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or five hundred thousand dollars, the bank isn't gonna say, Okay, here's you know, here's your loan. Unless they're stupid. Well yeah, yeah right. but bankers tend even if they're stupid, they're tight with money. I yeah. mean that's that's no. their job. So, You're absolutely right. You know, so they're gonna check out whatever I claim. Uh they're gonna verify that. So uh, you know it under the terms that this uh, that have been stated, you could probably investigate every uh, real estate company in the state of New York. Uh, Correct. In, in terms of, of valuation, when you put a home on the market, you ask for four hundred thousand dollars. Even if Zillow says it's worth three hundred seventy-three thousand dollars, I mean, you know, you uh, your evaluation of your home. Or your piece of property that you're putting up for sale, uh, there is, it isn't tied to some uh, charge or some set of, of regulations or some specific formula. No, it isn't. No. So what is this? This is legal harassment. They're just, I uh, mean, yes. Did, go ahead, Larry. Did, did anybody hear Sean Hannity's interview with Donald Trump last night? No, actually, I didn't. Okay. He explained this. And whenever they do one of these proposals, there is a one and a half pages of legal um, explanation when they submit to a bank. Uh-huh. And they specifically state that this is our opinion of the value of this property. And we would recommend that you do your own evaluation of the values listed in this proposal. Right. So there's there's an explanation on the very first page explaining that this is our estimate you you must you should do your own. And like like Tim said, there's no formula for coming up with an estimate. It's an estimate. I mean, you know. That's correct. You, you know, you're probably if it's to your advantage, you're probably going to estimate on the high side, but you know, as long as long as a bank doesn't actually get explicitly ripped off, no crime has been committed. So yeah, they loan you the money based on this agreement. You pay them back. You pay the interest. Uh, you know. Yeah. And so, it, yeah. Again, it's it's. Uh, I heard somebody say like, "So who's the victim here?" Yeah. You know, to have a crime, you have to have a victim. There's no victim. Yeah. This is all complete utter bullshit. And then again, the fact that there are no criminal charges being filed. Yeah. Uh, it's just a civil matter. Well. Uh, in a, a, you know the plaintiff is the state of New York, but what happened? What happened to the state of New York in these things? Yeah, that's the other. You're right to it, just be a plaintiff to sue. Have they been ripped off? No, it's nope. crazy. The whole thing. I mean, this guy. 
has been more has been harassed more than any freaking American on the planet. I mean, it's unbelievable, and they don't stop. And he's not president anymore. It's like well, Jesus. It, did you hear what she said? She said he was an illegitimate president. Yes, I know. These people yes. do not even believe that he should have the consideration of having been elected president. That's correct. You're right. That's why the Mar-a-Lago raid. That's why this lawsuit, they don't, they are still, they still believe he should not have been president. He, Hillary should have been president, not Donald Trump. Yeah, and they are right. not considering him legally Having been a president, and and Larry, they're trying to re, they're trying to rewrite history. It's like they want to rewind the clock back and make it go away. I mean, it's that's it's, right. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And I was going to say something, but Tim, I'm 66 and I've forgotten what it was because that's what happens to me. Wait a few more years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is a good time for us to take a break. We're going to take a break for two minutes. You know, I was this, I listened to my show last night. Uh, in the comfort of my little bed, you know, and, I, and I'm listening. Um, the, the first com- commercial break, the, the commercials didn't drop in. I don't, I don't understand what happened. I even rewound it to see if it would happen. It was just a glitch. It didn't. So I swear to God, I put them in there, but whatever. So hopefully you, well, hopefully you don't want to hear commercials, but we hope you do. So, so here, here, here we go. We're gonna, we're gonna do a, take a break for two, two and a half minutes, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. No, that's wrong. I hit the wrong button again. Not a, not the wrong button. The, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, here we try it. Let's try it. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. 
Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Hi, Tim Conway here for EMP Shield. Take away the worry of lightning strike or electromagnetic pulse blast leaving you stranded. Go to conk.news slash EMP to order your peace of mind today. EMP Shield is a must-have on one of your vehicles. The DC 12-volt W model is easy to install, and you will have peace of mind that your transportation is secure. We have an EMP Shield for any of your needs. Home power service, backup generator, boat, motorcycle, RV, home solar array. So go to conk.news slash EMP today and sleep better tomorrow. Thank you, Mr. Conway. So everybody's trying to sell me peace of mind. How come someone won't sell me peace of ass? Why is that? Yeah, you're not in Nevada. That's <laughs> Part two of Cog News Weekend. I've said this many times, but I really do believe it. So what you want to do is you want to listen to this show, put your headphones on, and your little podcast app on your phone, turn on, on Sunday morning, Face the Nation on CBS, and watch Margaret Brennan and just watch her. You don't need to, with the sound off, listen to us. She's way prettier than all the than all of us. I, I can't say that about Larry, per se. Uh, Larry Larry's pretty good looking. But uh, but I I Larry I don't know if you can you can uh, if you uh, measure up to her I don't know. I, no I, I don't no. It's hard for me to measure up. It much be anything. <laughs> CBS, okay. CBS News is all the pretty chicks. Yeah yeah yeah. As, 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 I, I think I think Larry's got a pretty chick talking to him in the background. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The boss is, do you, the do boss you, is here today. Do you, <laughs> we know what that means. Do you need to leave for a second, Larry? No. I'm okay, fine. good, good. That's good. Okay, so uh, let, let, let's go on here. Um, uh, everyone says we're in a war for the soul of the nation, and yet, um, and I keep hearing this uh, word or- Orwellian uh, thrown around constantly. But I'm starting to think there might be something to this. What say you, Mr. Conaway? Uh, well, I, I, people use the word Orwellian a lot, and I, I doubt that they read any of his writing. Um, so it's, it's. I gotta admit, I've never read 1984. It's, I've never it, read it's, it. It's, well, yeah, it's well, and whether people really understand uh, those concepts, I mean, you know, there all of that stuff has come into play. Uh, and he wasn't so much writing about the future. He was writing about the time that he lived in and what he could see and, you know, a, a natural extension of what was going on at the time. But um, I don't think any of this stuff is as clever as as Orwell. The The Democrats are are telling you a lie every day, telling you a lie about the border. They're telling you a lie about the economy. They're telling you a lie that they care about the little guy. They're telling you a lie that that they're not interested in helping the wealthy. Uh, all of that is completely untrue. Um, the Republicans uh, aren't telling you anything because 
they're you know they don't they're holding out saying well we'll let the Democrats ruin everything and then we'll come in and fix it but we're not going to tell you how we're going to fix it. Um, so basically, all of these people are collecting in Washington are collecting their paychecks, not doing anything, uh, or if they do anything, they totally screw things up. Uh, Trump, or Biden apparently promised $6 billion to Koreans or, or some Asian thing. Uh, the Korean president is in trouble because he's saying oh, he will lose damn face if uh, the fuckers in Congress don't <laughs> uh, vote for this now. And it, it's like, well, the people in Congress don't care if Biden loses face. Uh, you know, that's not how they decide to vote on. They decide on what the lobbyists tell them, uh, you know, is necessary. But uh, the the Federal Reserve has jacked up the interest rates uh, three-quarters of a percent, which for them is, is a big jump. And the, they've already got it up to higher than it's been in I don't know how many, 20, 25 yeah, years, something right. like that. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, there's all kind of crap going on. But the idea that there is some some intelligent cabal behind all this, manipulating all this, I don't believe. It's just this is the way the Democrats have always operated. They're just bolder about the lies and bolder about, you know, the way they try to spend the money and uh, bolder about what they do it. The Republicans, on the other hand, are weaker than I think they've ever been. There's no real strong leadership in that party, among the elected people, but also among the, the people who want to talk about it. Uh, Trump's talk is really divisive to the Republicans, and, and the party has split uh, under him. Uh, and, you know, what's going to come of that, I don't know. But it's um, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying this is what – it's an yeah. observation. Well, you, you are – you did say that um, you thought the um, – <laughs> Yeah, go, Larry, you're laughing. Yes. Yeah. I. Well, let's let's just back up to the to the Democrats for just a moment. Uh, on the Comp News feed, everybody should go and, and watch that. But oh God, I love you. Right at right, <laughs> right at the top, we're talking about Stacey Abrams. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And yeah, I just to, to make the statement that she did that a heartbeat of an unborn child is not real, but it was made up by men who want to control women. Uh, this is about as ridiculous a statement. How is she even still in the state of Georgia? Have they run her out yet? This is ridiculous that some of the things that they say, and they expect people to believe them. You know, but Larry, you know, yeah. here's, you know, with that, here's the deal. I'm not certain that's a lie. I think a lot of those those liberals actually believe that stuff. I mean, I go back. There's benchmarks in recent history. I go back to like the the Tea Party stuff that happened started in 2008, 2009. When that when those demonstrations and rallies first happened, CNN thought they were staged. They couldn't figure out why people were upset. They couldn't figure out what people were, were were mad about. They thought the Republican Party was staging those things. Uh, yeah. They, I don't. These people are so out of touch with the electorate; it's mind-boggling. And I, yeah. 
I don't and to and to Tim's point, he's absolutely right. I used to think twenty years ago, I thought there was some grand intelligence behind all of this. I thought there must be some reason they're doing this shit. And then you get older and you start to realize, no, there actually isn't. They're just dumb fucks. Yeah, and they get away with it because people have thrown their trust into this for so long. Most people have that still hold on to that noble ideal of uh, the grand American experiment. Yeah. The, the, the ideal of the Constitution, the ideal of, of you know, our freedoms, and it's uh, the people uh, control the republic, you know, through their votes and that kind of stuff. Uh, and we're taught that in almost a fairy tale fashion in the schools. The, uh, you know, civics, if it's civics is even taught anymore, but American history, civics, it's all... Uh, on the ideal level, it's not on the, the realistic level. Yeah. Uh, we don't get enough of the, the truth of how hard it is to make something like this work and of the integrity required of the people that are running things. Uh, uh, you know, I don't think we know what integrity looks like anymore because these people have gotten away with this charade for such a long and, time. And you're right in no, go ahead, Lair. Go ahead. Well, I, I look back at the at the um, when we had the meetings for the con- when they were working on the Constitution and and the Declaration of Independence, and then they almost came to fistfights. Oh yeah, during those conventions, yeah. and because of the different ideas, and uh, you know, to a to an extent. Differing ideas is good because that's how you make better ideas. But some of this is just so far out that it's mind-boggling, as you said. Um, You just can't understand how these people function every day. Well, I think it's amazing that the Democrats, the liberals, will say that the Republicans, that we're we're extremists, and yet – that entire party right now, twenty percent, twenty percent of the Looney Tunes in the Democratic Party control the whole party. Ten percent, I say, it's ten percent of the public. And I, how they did this, I find amazing. No one, I mean, some of the crazy shit. I mean, we're really talking about bizarre world Superman shit. I mean, it's like you know, they're trying to tell me that you know you can choose your own sex. They're trying to tell me that, um, uh, uh you know, that it's okay to to uh, genetically mutilate children there it's th- i mean this stuff this is stuff that uh, 10 years ago were, was considered literally insane and now they're trying to normalize it and what the what the uh, hell they, they do it through exposure i mean uh, social media is probably the, the death of communication thank you i've all, i've thought yeah. that for a long time it's yeah. it's supposed yeah. to have opened communications up but Anybody can say anything, and half the people believe whatever is said. Uh, you know, so you just spread all this nonsense. And if you spread it far enough, if you get X number of thousand, you know, uh, followers or X number of likes on your bizarre statement, then it suddenly it has merit. Yeah. Uh, you know, no matter how bizarre it is, you know, Stacey Abrams' statement. That I'm sure has been uh, promoted to all of her social media accounts by her staff, and there are lots of people in that 
that follow her in social media that are now going to believe that because they saw it on Instagram or MyFace or, or, you know, uh, Tickagram or something. Uh And uh, so, uh, yeah, that's how, that's how it goes out. The public doesn't, if it takes more than one minute to read something, they're not interested. Uh, If it's, you know, more than 240 characters, they don't have time for it. Uh, So, that's how this stuff gets uh, promoted. Well, I've said this before, uh, not this part, that I was going to say you're an old newspaper guy. No offense to the old part, but I mean, you know, we, well, we, we've been doing this a long time. And the thing is, you go back to the 1960s uh, or, be, or before, but, but I, this started to end then, and that is in the 1960s, basically people believed whatever was in the newspaper. And I think that's partly because it was so hard to physically produce a newspaper. I mean, uh, and, uh, you know, people don't realize this. You you go through the steps of what literally you had to the type. You had to lay out every single day. I mean, you had this lead, these lead machines. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was extreme. It was, it's amazing it was profitable. It really was because it was very difficult to put out a daily newspaper in 1960, 70 years ago. Now that seems to have transferred to the web, but for no reason. I mean, people still, if they see something on a computer screen, they assume it's true. Where, like you said, it's easy as hell to put anything up there. It's right. the total opposite yeah. of what it was, yeah. you know. And there's no accountability anymore. I mean, in the newspaper, used to be in the newspaper, if you printed something that was totally false, you know, you had to print a correction, and you got mud on your face. Yeah. And there's no, there is no mud anymore. You can say anything you want, get away with it, walk on, and you don't care. And News- that's that's what they're doing. Larry, newspapers used to have whole departments that were just simply there to verify information. As far as I can tell, no yeah. newspaper has that anymore. No, no research well, departments yeah. have gone. Um, the well, and the standards, you know, w- were different uh, back when you were talking about when in the seventies when I was doing it. The standards were there. You you could not if you were going to say state something as a fact. You had to have a source to tie to that statement. You couldn't just say that, you know, as everybody knows, Donald Trump did this. You you had to say Donald Trump did this according to. Yeah. And then you had to have an authoritative source, not just some angry guy down the street. Right. You know, if we said something about uh, somebody being arrested, we had to, uh, you know, according to the police. Uh, something happening in the town, according to the city council. Of Men- or Tim, this is what really Tim. bugs me now. Right. At the Washington Post, unknown, unnamed sources say, "What the hell? Who's oh, that? Yeah. Well, that, Mom, that? Your mom? That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that to me is even it, worse than just yeah. It is <laughs> stating, stating something as fact without giving um, a, a source for it. Is stating it and it's saying unnamed source. It's like I was not allowed to do that. We could not have gotten away with that. But I do have to point out that you were sitting at a giant, giant desk looking all official, and underneath you were not wearing any pants. I know that. I know you're well, sitting at that big that's desk. because okay, I was in Kentucky. <laughs> so that, that's pretty standard. That big desk, yeah, and the big hole in my seat. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. The pus- the publisher would be blushing right now. He's terrible. Well, 
the difference of opinion goes back. I mean, like I said, you know, with the founding fathers, some of them got in fist fight almost, but over difference of opinion. But if you'll go back and look through history, it, it, presidential campaigns, it, you know, there was there was somebody that was, uh, you know, was putting out pamphlets. I don't know, just go back to the second, third, fourth presidential election. They were they were talking trash about their opponent and, mm-hmm. and stuff, but people had enough common sense that they laughed at that, and they just they didn't go along with it. They were smart enough to know. Well, so and, Larry, but, let me ask you, Larry. So what the hell happened to common sense? We don't seem to have any anymore. What we've happened? Been to that? Shamed, we've been shamed out of it. You know, now if you, if you, if if you exercise common sense and say, well, that's, that's just wrong. Um, then you are, you are trash. You are smothered. You are, uh, you get the, my pillow over your face and, um, everything, you know, I'm going to bring up, here's an example of what you're talking about. If you say right now that children should not be should not have their sexual parts uh, uh, manipulated or surgically manipulated until they're 18, um, people will look at you and say you're a, a, like a homophobe or transphobe. Right. And where right. right. That's, that's, to me, no ch- children can't decide shit, I mean, let alone what sex they are. They don't know anything. That's the reason we have minor, minor and major laws. That's the reason. I mean, you know, after you're an legal adult, go to town, do whatever you want. You know. You know. Let's let's follow the science. Science already told us that until you're 25, your brain's not fully developed yet. Yeah. So, you know, letting 13, 14 year olds decide, and the problem is the parents are going along with this now. You know, we're in the second, third, and fourth generation of this of this stuff, and and the parents are saying, "Yeah, go ahead. That's that's fine." You know, because that's the way the world is. It's not right. We know it's not right. They know it's not right. They're going to do it anyway. It's just, I just find it appalling. Tim, you want to say something? I know you're looking at me. With well, yeah, pain. you know, if you say that men can't get pregnant, then uh, that means that you hate women. And that uh, you want something bad to happen to Ocasio Cortez or whatever her name. Yeah, is. right. Uh, so uh, she thinks I want to have sex with her. I don't. I actually don't want to have sex with her. No, but uh, you know she's liable because she's a woman, and uh, she's a threat to the Republican Party. She's got a target on her back. Uh huh. You know the secret. Death squads of the Republican Party are after her. Yeah, all those extremists. You mean? Yeah, because yeah. Uh, she has a different opinion than theirs, and and if she expresses it, she's in in dire dire danger. Yeah, but her opinion is fucking nuts. Yeah, but then it, you know, if you argue with her opinion, that's the that's the comeback you get. Right, you're trying to kill her. Yeah, I don't agree with you. Oh, you must want to kill me. Right, uh, you know that's. And that, and as you started this thing with, it's the extreme people with those extreme reactions to everything. These extreme people have got hold of the whole uh, thing. You know, they got hold of the reins, and the horses are running right on the edge of the cliff. And uh, you know, it it if they can keep going, if they can pick up the speed a little bit, 
it's going to be down the mountainside. For sure. I mean, well, it, 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 and they, it, it, they've gone off the rails. When the president of the United States, who has not spoke to the nation for, well, since he's been there, comes out with a speech to the nation in front of a big red colored wall, <laughs> and the only thing he talks about is how the Trump MAGA people are a threat to the country. They're scared to death. Yep. You know, how does a president get away with this? Every every American should say, this is the most ridiculous speech I ever heard, and it's all wrong. And saw, like you said. I mean, it wasn't just that it was not just what came out of his mouth, it was the optics. It was unbelievable. Yeah. They're, they're gonna yeah. be they're gonna be playing this speech a hundred years from now. It was so freaking over the top nuts that uh I, I mean uh, so this it's going to go down in infamy. I mean, there's just no doubt about yep. it. And I don't believe yep. of all these people who said Donald Trump was Hitler. Donald Trump was all we heard for five years, and then he did this. I mean, I call it the Nuremberg speech. I mean, you know, you know, shit. I mean, I mean, did did anything look more Nazi than that ever? No, no. Yeah, yeah. and you know, declaring a whole part of the of the population because of the way they vote to be treacherous and dangerous to the country yeah you know where does that where where in history can we find speeches like that i know it's it's incredible unbelievable you know guys we're going to take another break here and this time i swear to god i'm going to push the right button i'm going to push it Uh, and then i'm and then i'm going to read an ad i got an ad to read here and and uh this is all going to work out trust me everything's going to be okay we'll be back in a second Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. I want to tell you guys about Uzu TV. Now, uh, we've been, uh, uh, Hank has had this on his show for a while. He's kind of been pushing this, and they're a new sponsor of ours. And I've looked into this personally, and I got to say, tell you, this is legitimately cool. 
And that's the reason I got copy here, but I'm not reading it. I'm talking off the top of my head. So Uzu TV is primarily a sports provider. Uh, it's a over what you know they used to call over the top television. It's, it's internet best based cable television, but it has there's over a hundred channels, way over a hundred channels. There's about forty of what you would call regular entertainment channels like Fox News. You know most of the news things. Um, uh, TV, Discovery. Uh, on top of that, there's all sorts of sports stuff. Like you got every single MLB game, every single NFL game uh, that's uh, live in real time. It's really amazing. And then on top of that, here's the other amazing thing. It's $120 a year. Not a month, a year. I mean, if you have, like, I, I use Hulu Live, and I used to use, and a lot of other people use it as big competitor, YouTube TV. If you're paying, you're paying about $60, $70 a month for that. This is like two months' payments of that pays for the whole thing for a year. It's $10 a month, but you got to pay it up front. So I want you to look into this. You can go to conk.news slash uzu, and that's U Z Z U. Uh, Uncle Zebra Zebra Uncle, News slash Uzu, and uh, sign up for your membership and take a look around. Uh, It's well worth your trouble. They also have an app for pretty much every device, including your Roku and your Fire TV, and you have that stuff too. So take a look at this if you get a chance, all right? I think it'd be well worth your trouble. I'm thinking about signing up myself. Oh, we bring you the news, we bring you the views, something you can use when it's time to choose. Go out and vote now, go out and vote now, go out and vote now. I love it when you do that. Part three of Hunter's Weekend. Tim, where can we buy your record? (laughs) What, Larry? What? Where can we buy that record? Oh, you know, now it's funny you should mention that. Yeah, we, we talked that up for a while, we still haven't done it. We have... This ringtone, and the ringtones are done. That's the terrible thing. They're actually we, we already have the files. I got to put them up of Tim and Don Zero rapping to one of these these intros we got, and we did a ringtone out of it. And we still haven't put it up in the Kong store. Yeah. I got to do that, <laughs> but I know we're gonna do that soon because I got to put up Larry, uh, Larry's uh, uh, Murray Sabrin's books too. Yeah, so I'm gonna do it at the same time. Kong but, store, but the the ringtone is gonna be free. Yeah. So it's, it'll, be, it'll be in the in the store, but you can download it for nothing. Our yep. gift to you. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. The t-shirts, some re- really cool sayings on the t-shirts. Get your conk hat, and, your conk visor. Yeah. 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 Larry looked particularly fetching in his conk. Did you get a, sh- a visor or a hat? I can't remember. What'd you get? I got a hat. You got a hat. I got a hat, and yeah. it looks good. Yeah, you look really good. You look good. Not as good as Margaret Brennan, but you look good. I want to talk about this. This is a uh, uh, so in in Charlottesville in twenty was it seventeen or eighteen? This guy kills this woman with his car, right? You know, and it, it, the whole world freaking blows up. And then there's this quote that Donald Trump said. It's called the "very fine people" quote, where he's actually been constantly misquoted the entire for for five years uh, about the fact that he said uh, there's some people on the other side that are very fine people. and it, But the thing is, the quote's been taken out of context because just like 10 seconds before that, he basically railed them. And, it's, and, they, and to this day, not only does the president 
President Biden still refer to this, but CNN still plays a truncated version of the quote. They still play it, like, and it may, it, frankly, it makes Trump look terrible. It does, but that's not what he said. I'm getting to that because now here, and I can't remember. I tried to look very quickly before we went on the air. Uh, I couldn't find where did this happen about where some guy ran into this kid. I don't know. I don't understand exactly how this propagated, but he had a political argument with a teenager, and he ran him over with his car. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I saw the report, but I I don't remember any details. So I was thinking about this here in Charlottesville. It's the same thing, basically. The guy in Charlottesville runs over a young woman. This guy ran over this uh, Republican teenager, and yet this is getting hardly any newspaper coverage. And the thing in Charlottesville, the whole freaking world blew up. Right. Oh, yeah. And this guy, and not only did he run over somebody because of their political views, but he ran over a teenager, which if, if, uh, you know, the transgender youth movement is, uh, is valuable then why aren't we all booing because there's a teenager involved? You know, that that should add added emphasis to it because anything you do to a teenager these days uh, is uh, is bad, uh, you know, because teenagers uh, are, you know, they're, they're free people and uh, they can do anything. Have, they can just, yeah, have they even established that this kid was a— had any political leanings at all? My, Last I heard, they had not tied him to any political party. My, I don't know what party it was, but my impression is that him and the, this, these two people had some sort of discussion. Yeah, uh, this the the guy who did the running over said something about the kids spouting, uh, you know, right wing nonsense or something like that, and and that was you know, what he said after he was arrested for this. So, um, uh, but yeah, again, I didn't, I didn't look at all the details on it. Uh, I just thought, uh, you know, okay, let's see, let's see how much of this on CNN and all these other places that want to cry out about teenagers having right to choose and the right to speak for themselves. Uh, you know, do they pick up this? You know, Larry, you said something in the last segment that you said almost offhand, but it's important to me because I've been thinking of this for some time. And that is, you said about the fact that people's brains aren't really completely formed until they're 25. You know, okay, so in 1972, we dropped the legal age of adulthood in the United States from 21 to 18. I think, I don't even think it should go back to 21. I think it should go to 25. I really do. I, I don't think. You know, I know that there's a bunch of college kids who would complain like shit. I know that. But I, I do not, at the present time, I don't think people who are 23 years old seem to be responsible for their actions. Am I just an old fart? No, you, no, you're not. And Tim the, thinks I am. Responsibility yeah. for your actions begins at home when you're five and six years old. Yeah. Um, that's not being taught. The responsibility for your actions is not being taught anymore. Um, you know, I, I I know a lot of ten and twelve year old kids that that are responsible and and uh, take responsibility and and make the right choices. Um, you know, we send kids to war with guns and everything else when they're eighteen years old, nineteen years old. That that doesn't mean that they're that they're not 
their brains are totally formed or anything. But, you know, when you can, when you have kids that are three and four years old and, and they are um, musicians and, and mathematicians and, you know, intelligence is one thing, but I'm just saying it for the point of the argument, um, science, if you follow the science, science says that our brains are not con- completely formed until we're 25. It begins when we're two and three years old and we begin to learn right from wrong. And, you know, we know if we're going, if we do something we're not supposed to, we're going to get a butt beat. I would, I would um, say though, I would say that at the present time, I think you're, you're right about this. And I'm talking now about the quote unquote, the left, I would, th- I think they want to create a world where nobody's ever responsible for their actions ever. Am I? Well, it's a means to an end. No, I swear, it's a means yeah. to an end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a, a, a cogent observation. Well, if if people are not held accountable, if we can make that the standard, what that means is government makes all the decisions. Um, you know, if right, you know, you you don't have to to uh, make a decision that you're held accountable for. Government will take care of it. Government will tell you what to do. Government will tell you how to do it. Um, and, uh, you know, so I think there's a lot of that in it. Let's keep these people, um, you know, let, let's make these people dependent on us for all of their ideas and, and all of their actions. And, uh, uh, and, and as Larry was saying, you know, we can't wait till somebody's 25 to uh, teach them accountability. It has to start at, at the age of reason, as he said, which is around five, six, seven years old, when, uh, you know, all those little kids who ask, keep asking why, 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 there's no point in telling them why because they don't, they can't analyze and, and reason right. uh, at that point. But, yes. uh, but you know, you have to, you have to uh, discipline them. You have to, to be, uh, you have to hold out, which is the other thing. A lot of people don't want to hold out. They let the kids scream and cry and whine, and they finally they give in, and uh, you know so so the kid ends up getting its way again. So it's pointless to try to to discipline them. Well, Tim, they do that because they want their kids to think of them as friends. Yeah, God damn it, that fucking bothers the shit out of oh, me. Oh, I, I know. I, I remember uh, one place I was working quite a while back, but some woman was saying something about having a kid, and then uh, you know. And then that kid becomes number one in your life. And I said, no, no, no. I said, you have to be number one in your life. I said, you love the kid. You do everything for him. Uh, you want him to turn out okay. But if they think that they're number one ahead of you, then they're going to be trouble when they grow up. Somebody That's point, right. I, I brought this up on a previous show. This wasn't my idea, though, but I can't remember where I got it. Somebody pointed out that Joe Biden treats his country the same way he treated his children. Yeah. He's an enabler. Yeah. You know, you know, you, there's a yeah. problem. Let's throw some money at it. You know, it's like, you know, the, the, we won't actually solve it. Just, yeah. you know, throw some money at it, you know, and that's exactly what he did with his kids. Yeah. You got Hunter Biden who's fucked up as hell and his daughter, what's her name? A, 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 what's her, Alicia? What's her, uh, I can't remember. She's, fu- she's fucked up as hell too. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it was probably, uh, here, take this, go, go get out of my way. Cause I'm, 
you know, I'm doing my thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the big ego that goes with these guys. All of these people have a really high opinion of themselves, despite their lack of accomplishments uh, in, you know, in their personal lives and their professional lives. They really think highly of themselves. And the kids, you know, if the kids were acting up or the kids needed attention, that gets in the way of their, you know, their specialness. <laughs> I guess it does. Well, uh, yeah, go ahead, well, I, I go back. I go back to history, okay, and, and when, when, these, when these leaders of the country create havoc on the streets and chaos on the streets, when the tide turns, they're going to take control and they're going to govern everybody completely. Yeah. What's really scaring what's really scaring me recently is the the political use of the FBI, the Department of Justice, mm-hmm. the control. You're you're getting ready. You're seeing the tip of the iceberg on what's going to happen to everybody in the country who disagrees with the people that's in power. Yep. Um I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take to reverse that, but it's going to have to take some serious, serious um, revision in these departments. Um, government has gotten way too big, spending way too much money. They're controlling our lives, uh, and now they're coming after people because of their uh, – they disagree with the political opinions of the current leaders. Um, it's scary. We're, it's really scary. We're one step away from the Gestapo. That's terrible. Yeah. You're right. Well, and, and it's well, not so much. I, I don't know that we're one step. We're we're closer yeah. to half a step. You know, ask uh-huh. Mike Lindell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know, that's the politis, political use of the FBI is. Uh, uh, you know, it. Well, and it's it points to a bigger problem in government. Um, Every department of government is used politically, not, uh, you know, governmentally, yes. not for the well-being of the people, but it's all political. When, you, when they uh, stand up and brag about these bills that they've passed and with their fancy uh, false names, you know, uh, in, Inflation Reduction Act and Build Back Better and all these kind of things – you don't, you know, they talk about the money that's going to be spent for this and that. They don't talk about the parts of the regul of the uh, laws that have all the regulations built into them. That money doesn't come out without a bunch of regulations tied to it. Without a, you know, there's a quid pro quo. And if if your state wants this, uh, if your county or city wants this money from the federal government. It's not. It's like okay, we're going to build a, uh, a road now uh, when we do this, or we're going to help businesses so that they can make products uh, at cost less and bring down the price of goods. No, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you got to do that the federal government requires of you if in order to get that money. And when when we did we get to the point where a bunch of uh, legislatures think passing a bill is an accomplishment. It just bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> They're celebrating their "quote unquote" accomplishments. You passed a fucking law. Like what the hell? Yeah, that's you know that is your job. And you know, and when that 
uh, that law or whatever that legislation is has an Im- a real impact, has the impact that it was supposed to do according to all of the, the bullshit, then then you could celebrate. But, you know, it's now oh, we passed the law. Now we're just going to turn away and look at something else. We're going to hand it over to the bureaucrats. Nobody's ever going to check and see if any of this stuff ever comes to pass. And nobody is, is going to have to pay for it if it's screwed up. You know, during the Obama administration, and Hank can talk better about this than I do because he actually knows more people. I know a lot of business owners, and I had so many people tell me that the regulations on their business, it didn't matter what business they were in, the regulations got so myriad and so ridiculous during that time. Every single one of them told me they were almost thinking about getting out of business. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think any of them actually did, but they all talked about it. That it was like, like, I mean, I use this as an example, but from what I understand, this is real. That in the ice cream business, the, g- the federal government published a thousand pages of regulations on how to make ice cream. Yeah. What the hell? It's like, if you, yeah, exactly. And, you know, we have, yeah. we have a, a fail safe in this country, and that is if you make poisonous ice cream, you're going to get sued out of business. You're going to get sued out of out yeah, of existence. People aren't going to buy your you get sued. People aren't going to buy the you know the news will get around. People aren't going to buy it. My mom ran a little convenience store. Sole owner that was her. You know, it wasn't a chain. She it wasn't a franchise in a chain. It was just a local store. You know, I've never asked you this. Did you smoke as a kid? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I can see that. I can see that that cigarette dangling out of your mouth, little little Tim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, and she uh, she the the amount of regulatory stuff that she had to go through running a little store where and, she was you know selling milk and bread. Yeah, and this and is in the nineteen seventies, right? Uh, yeah, seventies yeah. and eighties. Yeah, uh, up in the, mm-hmm. she sold it in the nineties, but. It, it was an incredible amount of stuff uh, that she had to do to run this little store. So, uh, uh, and and it's gotten worse as you say. As time passes, they have more and more regulate, more and more regulation, more and more regulation. All written by people who've never run a business. Yeah, people who've never made ice cream. Uh, you know, and they're going to tell you what the the safe way is based on. Scientists working as bureaucrats, not scientists working in R&D, working in a situation where they have to, to come up with something that's going to pay for itself or that is going to work. Well, Mr. Conaway, you get credit for saying this, and master, this is master of the obvious stuff, too. You pointed out that Anthony Fauci is not a scientist. He's a bureaucrat. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. That's it. End of story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And all that time that yeah. he spent in that office, he wasn't... Well, he wasn't ever held accountable for getting anything. He didn't have to develop a product. He didn't have to develop any kind of of antigens or uh, or vaccines or any of the rest of that stuff. He just sat in the uh, uh, you know in the, his chair every day and uh, signed a few papers and went out for an expensive lunch and you know went home at the end. I'm sure. He put in his eight hours a day and five days a week, 
and that was all the time. And if you're keeping track of, if you're keeping score at home, he's 82 years old. He's been the head of the National Institute of Infectious Diseases. Not worked there. He's been the head of it for 37 years. He's the single highest paid person in the entirety of the federal government. Four million people. He's at the yep. top of the pay yep. scale, and it's all bullshit. Right. Like what the hell? What like you know? And like maybe maybe we need somebody else to do this. I mean, it's like. Christ, I don't know. I mean, the other idea that uh, Tim has had that's that's genius is you know, everyone talks about term limits, that we should have term limits for bureaucrats. You know, you should Especially, only yeah. hold your job. If, you oh, if you're yes. above a certain yeah. level position, you should only hold your job for like 15 years max yeah. or something like that. And that's part of this convention of states, the people that are trying to get that going. Um, that's and, getting some traction. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. getting more and more states all the time. And there was, uh, I don't know if it was MSNBC or it was one of these, you know, left-wing uh, news outlets, but they uh, said the the elections in November uh, could threaten the Constitution. And um, and I read it and I thought, I, I got an idea what this is about. I read it and it was if uh, more of these states swing to Republican control in their uh, houses and, and senates, that more of them will sign on for uh, this constitutional convention to make amendments to the state. And it's like, yeah, threaten the Constitution. No, they, they want, they're following the constitutionally provided provisions for uh, amending the Constitution. So, you know, but, yeah, it's a threat to the Constitution if these guys change it. Meanwhile, if the Democrats want to make things uh, uh, enact federal legislation that they have no right constitutionally to make, then uh, America is being threatened uh, by them if they're held back from changing the Constitution by doing it through the courts or doing it through through laws that the, uh, that they don't have the constitutional power to make. I'm going to throw an idea out here, gentlemen. You're talking about like MSNBC and this crazy shut, shit they put out all the time. I used to think they were doing this strictly for ratings. That they have their they have their carved out um, um, demographic of basically crazy liberal people, and they're constantly feeding this uh, demographic their crazy liberal stuff, and that's how they're that's their business model. But I'm I'm starting not to think that. I'm starting now to think that the people who actually write this stuff for these organizations actually do believe it. Oh yeah, I, yes, yeah, I think so. You think so? Huh, there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I do. They don't I, care yeah, about they because, don't care about the business. Yeah, go ahead. No, they're not. They're not grounded in in reality. Um, they got this liberal thing it, it thought that they're pushing and and they're fanatic about it, and that's and those are the producers that are shoving this stuff out. For these people on the and I'm sorry, they're not news programs. They're they're commentary programs. It's not a news channel. CNN, CSN, in this NBC are not news programs. They're commentaries. Okay. Well, there's nothing. And, there's nothing wrong with that per se. I mean, all of the podcasts we do are con news are commentary shows. I mean, we don't do any. Action. Well, sure, no, and, right. and I understand that, but don't but don't go out and, and say that you're you're spouting the news and it's true because it's not. You know, I want to go back to something Tim said a while ago when we were talking about legislators passing laws. 
I ran for sheriff here in 2012, and I was asked, "Well, what, what's your, what's your goal? What do you, what's your goal if you become sheriff?" My goal would be that we don't have to go out and take a call. We can get through a whole day without having to answer a call for a crime. Then that would be success. For to be a successful legislator is to go to the legislature and notice that everything's working right. So well, let's not pass any new laws. But you go and you think, well, I, I've got to pass a bill to be, you know, that's my job. Um, I, I fundamentally disagree with that. You pass a bill maybe to correct something, to get government off the back of the people, but it, to add more regulations and more regulators and more federal bureaucracy, no, that's well, not what what being a leader is. Larry, Larry, what you're saying is kind of something that I've been saying for quite a while. That is, I mean, it's basically two ways of looking at the same thing. As as society matures and we solve more and more problems, there's less and less problems to solve and therefore there's less to do. And you're right. At the at the at the at some point, there should be uh, hypothetically there should be nothing for any le- legislative body to have to do anymore. We should have all the right. laws we need. Uh, but right. there's a whole bunch of people that don't want the society to get to that point because then they're irrelevant. Correct, and they can't make the money. Right, and, that's and right. Guys, believe me, these legislators are up there making millions and millions of dollars. On the backside of their job, they get paid one hundred seventy-five thousand for. Well, once again, we solved all. We have solved all of, all of America's problems. We've done that. There you go. Okay, I, we're going to take one more break, guys. And I, I got some very interesting stuff for the kicker today. So that I actually did. We'll be back in two minutes. Stay tuned. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are we on part four? I can't even remember. I think so. Yeah, we're... This is part four. The next part. It's the <laughs> la- the <laughs> last part. The part next. The la- the, it's, the, it's the last part of uh, this week's Kong News Weekend. I'm Jim Peters. He's Tim Conaway. Oh. And Larry, Larry uh, Newman is across the prairie in Missouri. Yep. Here we go, guys. The Kicker.
These are all headlines. Oh, and Hank just walked in. We're just ending. Just ending hey, up. Hey, 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 Hank. Have a seat, Hank. I don't have a chair. Okay, he doesn't have a chair. All right. Okay, so here's the kicker. Hank, here's the kicker for today. Or a bunch of them. I got a bunch of them. Uh, disaster after Trump announced he has already declassified Area 51 in his mind. That was, <laughs> that's for me. <laughs> Police apologized for tasing an innocent man they meant to shoot. <laughs> I got a few. Cackling Gary Kasparov wins another chess match against Roomba. I love that. <laughs> Okay, uh, women pepper spraying assailant makes sure to have enough pepper spray for the rest of her walk home. There's that. And here's, here's a real kicker. This is an, an, an onion poll. And the, the poll question is, who will be the Republican nominee in 2024? And here's the responses. Donald Trump, 10%. American flag bikini, 13%. Formerly, formerly liberal AR-15 from California, 20%. Hillary Clinton, but ironically, 19%. White's only drinking fountain sign from 1954, 23%. And woman who died in labor, 18%. There you go. That's that's the survey. That's what I got. And that, that could be correct. Yeah, it could. I know. It's well, true. How many, on, how many onions did you pull? <laughs> <laughs> I happen to like onions there, Larry, so I might, I might have eaten them. Do. You know? So, uh, all right, guys, I think we're done for today. So, Hank escaped. He's not coming on. He's, 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 uh, he's on the other side of the room. So, uh, yeah, uh, thank you, Tim Conway. I'm glad to be here. Keep thank it up. you. Thank you, Larry Newman. Appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Glad oh, to and let's promo this. It's running on the front front page right now. Uh, Larry has a new piece up. We talked about that right. before. Yeah, very good. On how the bail bond system works, and you should read this and get educated. Uh, it's a very good piece. Yeah, thank you, Larry. Appreciate it. You are so right. That's on Conk right now, and Murray Sabrin has a new piece up too on the Southern Border Crisis. We got very smart people here working here, and, and it's really pretty cool. I really appreciate it. I'm Jim Peters. Well, yeah, what well, you didn't say anything about work? <laughs> no, it's not work. <laughs> okay, all right. God, you scared me. <laughs> oh man, I don't mean to scare you, Larry. I never scare you. Just the thought of of uh tim at that at that big desk without any pants on that scares me but and smoking yeah. and smoking some 13 year old kid smoking Cam camels camels unfiltered, unfiltered. that's right unfiltered camels that's right and uh yep and the big uh the big outhouse chair <laughs> oh god okay so what's all oh, right so it's uh yeah so uh, I got a show coming up on Monday. I, I think I think I got a guest, but I don't know who it is yet next. And Hank and Tim will be back on Wednesday um, right. with, their, with their fabulous show. And it's a perfect world. So thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. And you folks all have a nice weekend. We'll see you. Thanks. <laughs>